Welcome to the Apartment Investing Show. I'm Paul Peebles, National Underwriter for Old Capital. And joining me, you probably know him, J.C. Castillo. Hey guys, J.C. Castillo here with the Multifamily Property Group. We thought we'd uh, kind of introduce also Fritz with Doherty Mortgage. And we have a couple questions that we wanted to ask Fritz about what's going on with that 10-year treasury and what kind of an impact that's going to have on us as investors of apartments. So Fritz, what's going on with that 10-year treasury? Yeah, for, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, pleasure to be on here. But uh, yeah, it's been a very eventful last uh, six months or so. Uh, we had the 10-year treasury hit you know, a, a pretty significant high over the last six or seven years with it hitting 325 late in 2018. But uh, in the interim since, we've seen the 10-year drop to, it's sitting right now as we record this at 212. So it's a little over 100 basis point drop, which is, you know, great for, uh, for uh, new buyers coming in to get uh, cheap new debt on their properties. What is the downside of that 10-year treasury dropping? So it's, as I mentioned, great for, uh, for new debt, but if you had uh, put on uh, some sort of uh, loan in the, over the past two or three years with yield maintenance, um, as that 10-year has come down, it's made your yield maintenance costs uh, go up uh, significantly than it would have been, you know, say six months or so. So what kind of an impact is that having on lots of transactions where the yield maintenance cost is going up? Yeah, it's putting a significant hamper on if you if you're selling a deal with uh, with long-term yield maintenance still remaining. You know, there's other ways around that as you know, structure the transaction with an assumption. Uh, most most loans, most commercial loans, uh, specifically Fannie Mae, uh, allow for assumptions uh, for a new buyer to exist uh, to assume the existing debt, and uh, as well allow for supplemental loans up to 75% of the future value. So I think to avoid that yield maintenance, you probably have to structure it uh, with with some sort of assumption supplemental to get around that uh, yield maintenance penalty. And then another good side is because the interest rates has fallen and a lot of the transactions for the last, say, year or two were debt coverage constrained, which means we didn't have enough net income on the property to get the, the loan dollars that we needed based on the higher uh, interest rate. Because that interest rate's falling, what's that doing for leverage these days, what you're saying? Yeah, it's definitely allowed for uh, higher uh, loan to values for loans uh, over the last six months. You know, I would say second half of 2018, you know, we were seeing loan to values, you know, in, in major markets, you know, between say 65 and 70% loan to cost. Um, where now as we move into the beginning part of 2018 or middle part of 2019, um, you're seeing uh, LTVs back up to the 75% or 80% of cost that we've seen over the last five or six years. Yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. I mean, that, that definitely stretches the buyer's pocket a little bit more. And, we, and, and if you talk to brokers out there, they certainly have seen, uh, you know, the pricing market come back up just a tad um, from where we were late last year when the rates were actually heading the opposite way. You know, one of the things, Fritz, is I, I really want to focus on this because I think this is a really important topic here. Let's talk specifically about, you know, again, Paul mentioned it, right? We're getting into a deal these days. And we're putting a 10-year, 12-year debt on this property, potentially. Um, and pricing isn't going up the way it used to five or six years ago. So the, 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 the equity is not coming up quite, quite as much as it is from a natural perspective. So on the back end, if I want to be really safe and I want to exit this deal, let's say, in another three to four years, and I'm not really going to hold that property for the full 10 to 12-year period, what are my options? I want to be real clear with the listeners out there. What are my options? What's the best strategy for putting a loan in place with you? given that scenario. Yeah, you just, I think you just need to try to find creative ways to, you know, reduce that uh, yield maintenance uh, exposure. So, uh, you know, traditionally, like we've seen, like in a 10 year deal, we've had nine and a half years of yield maintenance 
Um, there's situations where you can uh, buy that down to say, you know, seven years of yield maintenance or do a seven year term with five years of yield maintenance. Um, and outside of just the yield maintenance uh, factor for uh, would be to do a step down prepayment. So say on a, a 10 year deal uh, would be, you know, first two years at five, then four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. And that, that calculation is a little easier to, for everyone to understand where, you know, the yield maintenance cal calculation is pretty complicated and there's a lot of external factors that can uh, impact how, how that cost goes up or down. So I think it's really just trying to uh, be creative with your debt financing. Uh, to make it make sure making sure it aligns with uh, your investment horizon goals. So what you're saying is that you have choices. You just don't have uh, one thing, but you have a kind of a smorgasbord of different things that you can pull back and forth. Whether it is uh, a lower term, or you can even reduce the amount of yield maintenance uh, up front if you needed to, knowing that at the backside you're going to sell this 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 property within three to four years. Now what's What's the downside, Fritz, to somebody coming in and wanting to do that? So, you know, let's say I want to do a seven-year term with five, year, five years of yield maintenance, or I want to step down prepay. What's the negative impact of me wanting to get that done? So in terms of going shorter uh, in term, you know, things that investors really like are, are interest only. And so I mean, what, you, what people love about the longer term debt is you can get, you know, longer term interest only. And if you're, uh, you know, going down to say seven years, you're not going to get the big long term interest only just because there's a, it's just a shorter term and how Fannie uh, looks at their exit analysis, they're not going to be as aggressive on the interest only. Uh, in terms of, you know, pulling down uh, the yield maintenance costs or even doing the step down, um, you're reducing the, uh, basically the call protection for whoever is holding the debt. And so the pricing is going to be a little bit more expensive. So say, for example, a 10-year term with nine and a half years of yield maintenance will be about 20 basis points lower than, say, doing a 10-year term with seven years of, uh, of yield maintenance. And, you know, you generally for the step down uh, for yield maintenance, it's generally about 25 to 30 basis points. So there is a trade-off. Um, than doing the longer term yield maintenance. Uh, so it'll be a little bit more expensive, but you just need to mirror and, and figure out what exactly your goals are for the asset and making sure that your debt uh, is aligned with that. All right, absolutely makes sense. Hey, listen, you were up in the Pacific Northwest with uh, a Fannie Mae uh, annual conference. Tell me some of the takeaways that you got from being at the conference. Yeah, and it was a great conference. Uh, I think overall, uh, you know, the agency lenders, specifically Fannie, is very bullish. Going forward, I think there's still plenty of liquidity uh, in the marketplace, and so you know I don't really see them uh, taking a step back, uh, you know, anytime in the next 12 months. But you were also mentioning about these two different buckets: caps buckets and non-cap. Tell us a little bit about what that means, real quick. Yeah, so each Fannie and Freddie have about 35 billion dollars that they uh, that they're allowed for, through the regulator to lend on each year, um, and there's there's certain types of transactions that are not included in that bucket. Uh, so, for example, on, on for Fannie, if you're doing a uh, green awards, uh, green financing deal, it does not count towards the cap. Uh, if it has some sort of affordability, so rents below 60 60 percent of area median income, um, or uh, manufactured home communities do not count towards the cap. And so they're going to be more aggressive on pricing on those deals because they can do uh, basically as, as many uh, deals as possible where, you know, a traditional, uh, you know, A minus A deal, uh, if you're, you know, refinancing a, a new construction deal or, you know, it's a you know, B plus A minus deal where rents are maybe 80% of AMI or, or higher, um, the pricing is going to be wider uh, than it would be if you were doing a green awards loan or a deal that has more affordability just because they have certain limitations on how many, uh, how many deals and loan volume that they can do in that, in that bucket. 
Okay, so the, the takeaway really is to, to try to get on every transaction somebody's trying to buy is get as much green rewards out of, out of the property. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it'll save you, you know, anywhere from uh, 30 to 60 basis points uh, by going forward with the green rewards program. That's great. Some great information on that. Uh, Fritz, we appreciate you being uh, visiting with us today. Hopefully we can call upon you in the future just to check in every once in a while and see what's going on on the Fannie Mae side. So we appreciate that. JC? Well, hey, Paul, why don't you tell folks online how they can get a hold of you if they want to do some business with you? Again, Old Capital Lending, so oldcapitallending.com. So visit us on the web or listen to the Old Capital podcast. We appreciate that. If you want to get a hold of me and schedule any time for a, a consulting session, I offer a 15-minute consulting session. Go to multifamilypropertygroup.com. You can check our website out. You can go to the Contact Us page and get in touch with us. Thanks a lot for joining, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Fritz. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on.